0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Spoked Bee, the home of your very own Boston Bruins. My name is Guy Cotorani, and I'm joined by my co host, Billy McNeil.
1: This week on the Spoked Bee, we will be covering team standings, roster updates, and the upcoming schedule for the Bruins. Alright, now let's get into the Bruins standings. They currently have 18 points with 15 games played. They are third in the division, tied for third in the Eastern Conference with the Islanders, and tied for seventh in the league with the Wild and the Islanders. Now, in the division, the, the two teams ahead of them are the Maple Leafs. They are th- they're, they're third in the league with 20 points and 15 games played. Tampa Bay, that's second in the league with 23 points and 15 games played. The Bruins are in one of the toughest divisions in, in the league. So even though we're third, it's, it's still a really tough division. And we're, we're seventh in the league, so it's, we're not really that bad, but I think we still need to pick it up.
0: Yeah, where the Bruins are standing, the Montreal's one point behind them. So if the Bruins if they slip off and lose another game, then Montreal's easily gonna take over. Buffalo is tied with us with eighteen points. So and they're on a one they're on a two win streak right now, so they're kinda hot. So that's something we need to look out for. Then there's Ottawa, they have fifteen points. So and they're on a two losing streak right now, but if they snap out of things and things start going hand-in-hand hand with them. Boston's going to be at the bottom of the league, so they got to keep their act up. First line's going to start producing points, even though they haven't. And that's going to be big.
1: Yeah, but I think the biggest problem is really Tukarask. He only has a 9-0-1 save percentage, which is towards the bottom of the league, and that's, he's just not playing like himself. Halak has kind of picked up the pace, having a ridiculous nine thirty six save percentage, but he I don't think he's going to be able to maintain that through the season. So if the Bruins are going to try to make the playoffs and go for the cup this year, Rask really needs to pick up his game.
0: Like, for example, last night when we played the Vancouver Canucks, the Bruins, they had a four-goal lead. All of a sudden, in the second period, Vancouver scored five goals. It was unbelievable. They came back and they ended up winning the game 8-5. It shows you our defense. Our defense can't do it. The goalies aren't they're not producing the numbers that they should be our offense did fine we had five goals I mean if you can't win with five goals there's something wrong and the fact that they had just eight goals it ruined our goal differential we only have a plus five now instead of the plus eight that we had before so overall the team just needs to start playing better if they want to even see the playoffs the way that their standings look and their team and their lines I think they could have around 100 points this year if they really put their mind to it but the way they're playing right now, they won't even make the playoffs.
1: Yeah, right now their offense is produ- producing at an okay level. They still need to pick it up, but I think if when our shooters wake up, which eventually they will, I, I don't think it will really be a problem, but it really is our defense who just can't get the, the puck out of our own zone the, go- and the and Tuca who just can't make a save for anything.
0: Yeah, where well we've got our first line D, we've got Z- Zidane Chara and Charlie McAvoy. We've got – we put the most experienced guy, our captain, Chara, with the new and upcoming guy who's going to take over his position, Charlie McAvoy. We put them together, think we get something good. But in reality, I think that Char is just too slow and he's out of his game now. He's 41. He's not like – you can't be like a quarterback like Tom Brady and still produce numbers when you're that old because there's so many young and faster kids, stronger kids than you.
1: Yeah, the if you see the, the, the league is treading towards faster – Faster, more skilled players, and charge can't keep up with that. He was part of the old era, which just about kind of just beating up and being stronger than the other team. But that's just not going to fly in this, in this age of NHL. Yeah, well,
0: the, the Bruins were called the big, bad Bruins for a reason. They had big D, they could hit, they were strong, strong, strong slap shots. They were overall strong, they weren't afraid to fight. Nowadays, like, for example, Tory Krug, he's only 5'8", six 6'9". The difference in height, strength, speed is unbelievable. The faster guy's gonna win these days. It's not. It's not about being a good defender and being smart. It's about being fast. And if you can get the puck in their zone, then you're looking pretty good.
1: Yeah. Now let's go through the past few games. We already went through the game last night against Vancouver, but let's go through their their um game against Dallas. In the first period, the both teams scored, having the score be one one, and then no one else scored uh, in the. Second and third period. He had to go to the overtime where Bruins had ended up um, scoring the goal and winning it in OT 2 1. And then the night before, they played, played Nashville, one of the top teams in the league. Bruins didn't put up any goals, but that's not surprising against, against Nashville. And it was one of the best decors in the whole league and a great goalie. Nashville and Nashville ended up winning one nothing.
0: Yeah, with Pecorini and Nett, it's, it's always going to be a tough game with him and Nett. He's always one of the top goaltenders. So the Bruins had to be on their game that night, and they obviously weren't. But they rebounded. They came off. They got an OT win. And then, unfortunately, they lost to Vancouver. But hopefully in the upcoming games, they're going to snap out of it, and hopefully they go on a little win streak.
1: All right. Now before we move on to our next segment, I have a quick word from our sponsor. Dunkin Donuts, the official coffee of the NHL. Now, on to the roster updates.
0: Alright, and back to the roster. Starting at left wing, we have Brad Marchand. At center, we have Patrice Bergeron. And at right wing, we have David Pasternak. For our second line, we have Jake DeBrusque. At left wing, center, we have David Krejci. And at right wing, we have Denton Heinen. Left wing for the third line is Ryan Donato.
1: Center is Sean Curley. And right wing is David Backus. Fourth line left wing is uh, Jakun Nordstrom.
0: Center is Noel Akar, And right wing is Chris Wagner. And for the first line, unsurprisingly, we have, they're producing, they're getting all the big points. We've got Postonok with 17 goals, who also leads the league. And behind him, we have... Patrice Bergeron with a steady nine goals. <clears throat>
1: Bergeron not only scoring goals, he's also getting assists, leading the team with 17. And uh, behind him is Brad Marchand, with, uh, and he's tied with, um, who's that? With, uh, uh, Krejci with uh, 14 assists.
0: And then for leading the team in points, unsurprisingly, again, the first line, we have Patrice Bergeron with 26 points. And we have Pasternak right behind him with 25 points.
1: Pasternak and Bergeron are really
0: carrying the load for this team. If you look at the stats in goals, assists, and points, the first line is just about all of it. The only person that's sneaking in is David Krejci. He snuck in with 14 assists. He's more of a team player. He's not a a goal scorer. He helps out the team. He's a passer, makes the plays. And uh, we know that the Bruins' first line is going to be putting up uh,
1: points, but the Bruins' uh, second, third, and fourth lines have been doing it right, but they really need to pick up, pick it up a uh, pace.
0: Yeah, their second, third, and fourth lines, all the young guys besides their veteran right winger David Backus in the third line, he's helping out Sean Corrales and Ryan Donato, two really inexperienced players, but they, they're going to have pretty big potential for us in the future. We've also got in the, in the second line, DeBrusque and Danton Heinen, they're both... They're both young players. DeBrusque has a high ceiling. Heinen could be a, a pretty big goal scorer if he keeps working on it. And they have a veteran David Krejci in center to mentor them. And so far, the lines have been working out pretty good.
1: Uh, so on defense, it was Zajano um, first first line left wing, sorry, lefty, and uh, Charlie McAvoy on the right side. You got John Moore on le- on left for second for the second um deep pairing, and uh, Brandon Carlo on the right side, and on the uh, third defensive pairing you got Matt
0: Gresel Gres- 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 and uh, Kevin Miller. So far, Daniel Char and Charlie McAvoy have been coming up big. As of right now, is Daniel Char left tonight with a knee injury? So far, we that's all we know, but. Right now, it's looking like we have four possible replacements for him. We have Vikenen, who's another young kid. We just picked him up. We have Tori Krug, who's also been out injured, but I feel like he could be a good replacement for him when he comes back. Him and McAvoy would be a good line. We've got camphor and Clifton. Those are also both new guys that we have that we're still trying to work into the system. Now, um, who do you think is most likely to get called up? In my opinion, I think they're going to put Vykonen or Krug in. Viknin's a young kid, and they picked him up. They traded for him. I think that he has a pretty high ceiling. Tory Krug's already proved that he can be a solid defender for us. I think having a Tory Krug and Charlie McAvoy line would be good, but they're still inexperienced.
1: And- That'd be one um, very offensive defensive pairing. They're both very fast, puck-moving defensemen, and I think that could be quite dangerous
0: yeah, if they put Viking in there too, he's a goal scorer. He did good in college, he did good, he did good in the AHL, and now, now that he's coming up through the NHL, I think he'll be a pretty solid defender. He just needs to find the right pairing. And now to move on uh,
1: to the goalies. You've got Tukarask and um Halak. Tukarask has been vastly unperforming with a nine oh one save percentage and a and
0: a three point oh five goals against. And his win loss is Four wins, four losses, which is pretty pretty bad. Right now, the league leader in wins is Frederick Anderson with eleven wins. Shows you the vast difference of when Tuca isn't that. They're both high caliber teams. Tuca just isn't getting the job done for us. Our backup Halak has six wins and two losses, with a two sixteen goals against and nine thirty two save percentage. Now,
1: we hope that Halak can keep this up through the entire season. If you look through his career, it's very inconsistent. Some years he's a 906 save percentage, and then next year he will be a, a nine thirty-two, like he is that uh, like he is currently. So hopefully that he'll be able to keep keep this up, but if if he doesn't, Tukrask he sometimes has has slow starts this season, and no way he's gonna make stay at a nine oh one save percentage the whole season. He's gonna pick that up. So I think the Bruins are in an all right spot goaltending. Uh, right now, and hopefully we get voted in the season.
0: Yeah, and comparing him to the league leader Pekka Rene, for the Nashville Predators, he has a nine a nine forty eight save percentage, and that puts Holak just sixteen percent behind him. I think Holak definitely could do it. He's been a solid goaltender for us so far, and like we said, Tuukka Rask, he's inconsistent at the beginning. He's got to get going again, but. I think towards the end of the year, and once the playoffs come around, he's going to be in his in his best condition, and I think we're going to be able to make a run and Now we're coming up onto the on- oncoming schedule for the Boston Bruins all
1: right in the bruins upcoming schedule, the first game is against the stars. their two big threats are Sagan and Jimmy Ben,
0: and coming up after them, we have. The Arizona Coyotes and they have some young talent like Jacob Chuchron. He's a new who's a first round pick in twenty seventeen. They have Dylan Strome and Ekman Larson.
1: Then after that is the Red Wings. They're not a, that strong of a team, but Nicholas Cronwall is still a threat.
0: And coming up we got after them, we've got the Pittsburgh Penguins and they're always a threat. All of their lines, particularly the first and second line, when when Crosby isn't hurt, he's a threat to any team in the league. And they also have Evgeny Malkin and Phil Kessel, who are also two big threats to any team. Now, before we end the Spoke B podcast, I would like to thank everyone for tuning in and listening to the episode. And I would also like to thank our sponsors, the Super Mario Brothers. If you use our promo code SPB, and again, it's SPB, you can get their new game on the Wii U for 20% off. All right, and that is going to draw a conclusion to our podcast.
1: Hope to catch you next week. I'm Billy McNeil, joined by my co host, uh, Guy Quateroni. Catch you next week.